Hello, believers. Welcome to the Just Praise Him radio program. I'm your host, Glenda Lomax, and the title of my message today is There is Purpose in This Season. This is going to be a podcast of encouragement. I was inspired by the emails that some of you sent, the um, comments that some of you left, that you were encouraged by the last podcast. So I wanted to give you a little bit more encouragement because let's face it, y'all, what we're going through here in America is not fun. It's pretty tough. So I'm making this podcast with the hope that it becomes something you can listen to again and again to remind you of God's promises whenever you need encouragement. I won't bother going into the current events that are stressing us all out because we all know what they are. And the truth is we are worn out talking about them. Injustice is rampant in our country and I'm sure in other countries too. And we're not going to even dignify that with a discussion. But God sees everything that is happening to us. Every single thing. And I just want to tell you there is purpose in this season for you. I cling to those words like a drowning man clinging to a life raft because I'm going through something too, y'all. And I think if you have to hurt at a deep level, at least if you know there's some purpose in it, you can get through it, right? Our God works in mysterious ways. That don't mean we like all of them, does it? So we are all facing uncertainty, and I don't think anybody really likes to feel uncertain. And though we don't know what to do in these situations, we serve a God who does know what to do. We can fix our eyes on Him and believe Him for mercy. He has shown me continually that He is taking many of His children out of this world before the worst of this hits in various ways, meaning He'll take us out in various ways, whoever's going. O our God, wilt thou not judge them? For we have no might against this great company that comes against us. Neither know we what to do, but our eyes are upon you. 2 Chronicles 20.12 That was when, that was Jehoshaphat, King Jehoshaphat, that prayed that after he had told the people to fast because there was a great army that was coming against them. It was like several nations or countries or something had, all these different tribes had gathered together to come against Jehoshaphat. And if I remember right, Jehoshaphat's army was like a third or a tenth or something the size of the armies that were coming against them. And they prayed to God and fasted. Let me tell you what, that had a really good ending. They didn't have to fight anybody. If any of us are still here and have to face the worst of what is coming, we will ask God to guide us and fill our mouths with wisdom. We will try to comfort those around us who are going through it too. And we will rejoice that we are going home because you know what, y'all? Today, we're one day closer to going home to be with our king. So that's something to smile about, isn't it? Who comforts us in all our tribulation that we may be able to comfort them which are in any trouble by the comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted of God. 2 Corinthians 1.4 You know, it is difficult to function normally in a world that is now anything but. All we can do is do the best we can and try to find some small bit of something to enjoy in each new day. 
If you were of the world, the world would love his own. But because you're not of the world, but I have chosen you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. John fifteen nineteen. Dwelling on the negativity that hangs like a cloud over us will not help. Those are things that we do not have any control over, y'all. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, Think on these things. Philippians 4.8 We are in a time where we will be constantly forced to choose either the world's demands or our God, the world's ways or our God, the world's acceptance or our God's. Whosoever therefore shall confess me before men, him will I confess also before my Father which is in heaven. Matthew 10.32 But whosoever shall deny me before men, him will I also deny before my Father which is in heaven. Matthew 10.33 And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, Choose you this day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your fathers served that were on the other side of the flood, or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Joshua 24.15 In this time, strong faith and resolve are critical. We have only one goal now, to endure to the end, remaining faithful to God. That's it. For the Lord God will help me, therefore shall I not be confounded. Therefore have I set my face like a flint, and I know that I shall not be ashamed. Isaiah 50, verse 7. Everything and everyone around us will try to put pressure on us to just go along with the crowd, to keep the peace, to avoid the hardship, to be accepted, to not stand out. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Romans 12.2 Remember when you are looking at the people who are foreseeing these things on everyone and know that if they do not repent, you are looking at the future souls of hell. They are working for Satan and they are mistaken if they think he will not show up to claim their souls at the end. He most certainly will. Their suffering will never end. At least ours will end when we are taken to heaven, y'all. But he that doeth wrong shall receive for the wrong which he hath done, and there is no respect of persons. Colossians 3.25 Let the wicked fall into their own nets, whilst that I withal escape. Psalm 141.10 Whatever we face now, 
we won't face alone. The same cannot be said of those who persecute us. Unless they repent and join us as children of the king, they will walk alone in their torments. And we don't rejoice over that. We pray for them. Teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. Matthew twenty-eight twenty. We are all so weary from this long, ongoing battle, fighting the fight plus fighting back the fear and dread at the same time. Whither shall we go up? Our brethren have discouraged our heart, saying, The people is greater and taller than we, the cities are great and walled up to heaven, and moreover, we have seen the sons of the Anakims there. Deuteronomy one twenty eight. Then I said unto you, Dread not, neither be afraid of them. Deuteronomy one twenty nine. The Lord your God, which goeth before you, he shall fight for you according to all that he did for you in Egypt before your eyes. Deuteronomy 1.30 But there is purpose in this season because the steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. Proverbs 3.5 and 6 a man's heart devises his way, but the Lord directs his steps. Proverbs 16.9 You know, a lot of people are worried about being provided for in what is coming. But if you know your Father in heaven, you will not be afraid. Are not two sparrows sold for a farthing? And one of them shall not fall on the ground without your Father. He cares about even the smallest details, y'all. That's Matthew 10, 29. But the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Matthew 10, 30. Fear you not, therefore, you are of more value than many sparrows. Matthew 10, 31. The Lord thy God in the midst of thee is mighty. He will say, he will rejoice over thee with joy. He will rest in his love. He will joy over thee with singing. Zephaniah 3.17 And he has given us the psalm of protection in his word, that we can decree over ourselves and those we love for protection. If you don't think it will protect you, get a copy of Peggy Joyce Ruth's book, Psalm 91, Real Life Stories of God's Shield of Protection. It's in the JPH bookstore at wingsofprophecy.blogspot.com. You will be delighted by testimony after testimony after testimony about the power of Psalm 91. God is willing and able to provide for us no matter what's going on in our world, y'all. And also, use, use the Chrome browser if you're going to the bookstores on JPH because for some reason the books don't show up in the other browsers. Also, Peggy Joyce Ruth has a military edition of the Psalm 91 book and she has a first responder edition of the Psalm 91 book. And they're all in the print bookstore. I think they're in the Kindle too, but I know for sure they're in the print. They might not be in Kindle. So God fed his people even during famine in the Bible and in a barren desert during the Exodus. And there ain't no food out there, y'all, okay? There's no food in the desert or water either. 
And if you want even more stories of provision, the Wilderness Companion and the Wilderness Companion Study Guide both contain stories of God doing what God does best, guiding and providing wherever we are. Those are also in the JPH print store, print book store. And the study guide is not a study guide to use with the book. It is a separate book that just has different stories, but it includes places after each story for you to answer questions about your own wilderness. In fact, I'm going to read y'all one of the stories out of the Wilderness Companion Study Guide right here. It's one called Looking Back. Numbers 11.5 says, We remember the fish which we did eat in Egypt freely, the cucumbers and the melons and the leeks and the onions and the garlic. In that wilderness place where there is no comfort, where our lives feel so shattered and broken, and where we cannot find our way, it is natural for us to think back on happier times. The Israelites, though they had come out of terrible bondage, though they had been harshly treated as slaves, nevertheless reminisced over what they had left behind. In worldly terms, what they had was very little, but it was all they had and all they knew. Our comfort zones are always found in the familiar, and when we are taken from that, even to something better, we miss the familiar. We long to go back to those places of comfort. I still remember the terror I felt as everything I knew was stripped away in that first wilderness journey when the Lord sent me to Dallas all alone. I desperately wanted my life back. That was all I wanted, just to go back to the comfort of my carefully orchestrated life where I got to do work I loved and everything felt safe. But absolutely nothing was within my control. My comforts were taken from me in ways I knew they could not come back. And the day I realized God had taken me to Dallas to live, I knew I had to find a way to build a new life there. He had moved me for good or ill, and I had best get used to it. Whenever I am in distress in a current situation, I find myself visiting a time in the past in my mind, fondly remembering people, places, and things that I know were not that pleasant when I was living them. I have a small dog that is sometimes difficult to walk. Difficult because I'm trying to move her forward, and she turns her head around trying to look at something behind her. We cannot move forward while staring behind us at what is gone. The season I spent living in the Dallas area turned out to be a time of much revelation and great blessing in my life. Whenever the Lord strips your old life away from you, know that it is because you are up for a promotion, and when God leads you out of that fiery desert, you will enter into a new land where you will be greatly blessed. We must not be like Lot's wife and look back at what the Lord has ordained is over for us. We must look forward and keep putting one foot in front of the other until we walk out of that desert place. We serve a mighty God who loves to surprise his children with good things. No matter how good you had it in the past, your future can be even better with Jesus leading the way. There is a reason why God put our eyes in the front of our heads. It is because what he has for us up ahead is so much greater than what lies behind us. The promised land was ahead of the children of Israel, and it was there that God gave them inheritance and a life of plenty. So that was from the Wilderness Companion Study Guide. Those are also in the JPH print bookstore. I know the Wilderness Companion is in the Kindle store. The, the study guide is not available on Kindle because it's meant to be written in. 
I'm going to read y'all Psalm 91. He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in Him will I trust. Surely He will deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noise and pestilence. He shall cover thee with His feathers, and under His wings shall thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flies by day nor for the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor for the destruction that wastes at noonday. A thousand shall fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. Only with your eyes shall you behold and see the reward of the wicked, because you have made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, your habitation. There shall no evil befall you, neither shall any plague come near your dwelling. For he will give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. And they will bear you up in their hands, lest you dash your foot against the stone. You will tread upon the lion and the adder, the young lion and dragon, will you trample under your feet. Because you have set your love upon the Lord, therefore he will deliver you. He will set you on high, because you have known his name. You will call upon him, and he will answer you. He will be with you in trouble. He will deliver you, and he will honor you. With long life will he satisfy you and show you his salvation. I paraphrase that ever so slightly. Know this, beloved. God knew all of this was coming a long time ago, and he chose you and he chose me to be here now. I cannot explain why he chose us. I don't know, but he did. We are the chosen generation that will see and hopefully help with his final revivals of souls. It's starting now. After this revival, we're all going home. So just be sure you have everything done you plan to do before then. The revival will go on for years. I don't know how many years. According as he hath chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. Ephesians 1.4 So keep your chin up. There is purpose in this season. We may not know what it is till we get to heaven, but there is purpose or we wouldn't still be here. Even if what we thought would happen didn't, even if what is happening to us is vastly different than what we imagined. Though we cannot even trust our own governments, God sees it all. We are his children, and he has a purpose for you in this season. And we are all going home to our king very, very soon, and today we're one day closer. Let us be glad and rejoice and give honor to him, for the marriage of the Lamb is come, and his wife has made herself ready. Revelations 19.7 And to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white, for the fine linen is the righteousness of saints. Revelation 19.8 Well, if we think brides are pretty down here on earth, can you imagine how pretty the bride is up there? And he saith unto me, Write, Blessed are they which are called unto the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he saith unto me, These are the true sayings of God. Revelation 19.9 And I love this verse right here because I Got a great revelation on this one. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. For where I am, there you may be also. John fourteen three. He which testifies these things saith, Surely I come quickly. Amen. Even so, come Lord Jesus. Revelation twenty two twenty. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Revelation twenty two twenty one. 
Jesus bless you. Thanks for listening. Y'all have a great week.